Hello and welcome to the Treasured Page podcast. I'm Melanie and this is our quiet crafting space. Today we're talking or following on from the topic of inspiration and where we can get that and why you might want to start journaling in a different way or a more creative way. So settle in, snuggle in, let's have a little chat. It's a really rainy, drizzly day. It's not too cold in England, but it is grey. <laughs> And whilst uh, I like a little bit of grunge in my junk journal, um, I do appreciate a lovely blue sky just to make me motivated and wanting to sit down and journal. But, you know, it's it is what it is <laughs> and it is grey today. And what I want to talk about is inspiration. And it is difficult sometimes to be inspired when our surrounding world is busy or we're not feeling the the vibe, the mojo, the inspiration. Um, but I but I am. I actually am. I'm quite fired up at the moment. I'm doing a lot of creative daily tasks and that really helps me. It really makes me want to come back and it it gets my brain firing in these creative ways to enable me to come up with some really, really interesting ideas, things that um, I can develop upon in the future. So where do I start? If I want to do a journal, a big subject journal, where do I get my starting point from? So the two journals that I've done over on my YouTube channel have been about the botanical world. First of all, that is an interesting topic to me because I like plants. I like flowers. I like gardening. I find that therapeutic to watch flowers bloom and I think the inspiration or the intrigue for that came when we were in lockdown. And what happened? This So this is my little personal journey, my personal story. When we were in lockdown, in fact, just before in 2019, in the October, I had the opportunity to hire a little plot of land, which is a short walk away from where I live. Um, and it's an allotment plot, which is for the purpose of cultivating and growing your own fruit and vegetables. And we have these in the UK and we have them in Europe and the world over, I'm sure. But allotment plots that you can go to and you can meet others. You have plot neighbours and it's all quite quaint and it's all quite English. So at the allotment, you meet people called Dorothy and Terry <laughs> <laughs> and they help you learn how to grow things because they've done it for years. It's a way of life. They go every day or every other day. They put in their cauliflowers and their spinach and they grow their beetroot and their carrots and they do it year after year. They have apple trees. They know someone who has the orchard, they share the produce and they grow the most amazing giant pumpkins. Well, this is this is the charm that led me to the allotment plot uh, through a friend who was giving up his plot and wanted to pass it on. And of course, I liked the idea of a plot where it had not one, but two little garden sheds and the little tool shed and then a tiny little summer house, which you could sit and have a cup of tea from a flask. And the whole thing was just really, really wonderful. 
And so I agreed to have the allotment plot for a year. I paid my money uh, in the December of 2019. And we took on the plot as my family. We went over there and we started digging and learning and learning all about how to grow potatoes and leeks and, oh, everything. We wanted to grow everything. And um, yes, it was a lot of hard work, but that was fine. It was something to do. Now, we have a garden here where I live and we could have quite easily done that in the garden, but it was a big vegetable patch that we had taken on and to start ripping up our own garden for something that we weren't sure about was um, not really something I was willing to do. I'd rather practice first, see if I like it and then um, come and maybe do it more for a more of a long term project in our own garden at home or revert to pots and uh, veggie bags as we've done before. Anyway, we we started it. We had all this enthusiasm and we did really well. And then it came to the new year. So it's uh, January 2020 and it was cold and we were in the middle of winter and nothing's growing and we had to be really um, uh, disciplined to go down there in the freezing cold and still make sure that we kept the weeds back and we tended to the beds and that we planned ahead for what we wanted to plant for the the new uh, the new growing season in March and so then of course March came and so did lockdown and and we had to stay indoors as everybody did and the one thing that we had done and the one place that was still legally allowed uh, for us to go to was a place where we could grow food. And so we had the allotment plot. So we were incredibly fortunate to have done that because we had somewhere else to go and our whole family could walk down to the allotment plot, be completely safe on our little bit of land that we'd hired for the year and drink tea in our shed. And that's what we used to do. We used to go down there and take picnics and our sandwiches. And we used to dig and we dug and we sowed and we tilled and we learned how to do the no dig method, the dig method. We learned our differences between potassium and nitrogen. We learned how to make compost. We did everything. We were organic gardening farmers. Uh, we produced tomatoes and courgettes, zucchinis. We had spinach. We had, we had everything. We, I even managed aubergine or eggplant. I managed to get um, kumquats and strawberries and pears and apples and blackberries and blueberries and bilberries <laughs> and bram brambles <laughs> and lots of brambles um, and stinging nettles but we learned about insects we learned about natural pollinators we encouraged bees we looked for ladybirds and things that we eat the aphids and the 
green fly and oh we learnt about polytunnels and tents and how to protect our produce with fleece in the winter and waited for those little beetroot shoots to come up through the ground and gleefully so excited at our first taste of new vegetables we'd never grown or had before like rainbow chard and oh unbelievable things and I've never experienced such joy and um in that in creating something from from seed from from start to finish and then i got friendly with a plot neighbor called terry who had been diagnosed with a cancer it was very very incredibly sad so i helped him with his plot he used to go and do watering and he allowed me the use of his greenhouse so i had the greenhouse for the whole year and i was able to grow melon and cucumber and tomatoes and then we had some really other exotic things going on. Oh, my goodness, I was down there every day. I loved it. I loved it. And that was my lockdown. I, I wasn't locked down. I was in a greenhouse down the road all summer <laughs> with my kids. And I had this passion for planting and for seed cultivation and learning and understanding and growing and realising that... If you put the effort in, the abundance of things that you can get back, you know, you reap what you sow. And lots of lots of concepts like that were coming out. But I am a creative person and it did fuel my creativity to a point. But it was grueling work. It was hard. I don't have a very good back, so I couldn't stand for very long. I couldn't do the digging. In fact, I put my back out three times during that time and I had to try and get appointments, which was incredibly difficult to put my back right. So it wasn't going to be a long term thing. And, I, and it was really sad. And I want to still continue to do it on a small scale here. But unfortunately, we had to give up the allotment plot. We did it for two years. So the allotment plot has now gone, but the knowledge and the willing to understand plants and want to grow them has not. Um, it's just it's not something that I'm physically able to do at the moment, but my husband does want to do it and we will continue to grow in our garden now that we know what we're doing. So that's a little bit of personal sort of history on my my part as to why I love the botanical world. And then when I was more into the junk journaling, which was on the side as a hobby, I was finding out that a lot of people were interested in making specimen cards. And we all love the image of the vintage and the Victorian style um, seed packets and plants and yeah, the nostalgia of all of it. And so that led me on to wanting to understand why did we have all these specimens? What What is a herbarium? We're being, we're banding these terms around the junk journaling world with our vintage journaling. But what's a herbarium? I wasn't sure. I didn't know. Um, but one of the things I did know is when we came out of lockdown, when we were allowed to go to public spaces, but only outdoors, it was around the time of my birthday and that's in June and we were allowed to go out and we could travel on a train if we wore masks and things. So the one thing we planned to do or, or the first thing we did 
out of lockdown, apart from meet up with our family and go for a walk in the woods, which was amazing, one of the main things that we did um, as a f- going out to a family excursion was we went to London and we went to Kew Gardens as one of the things that we could do being outdoors. And it was there that um, whilst everything was closed and all the exhibitions were off limits and I couldn't go and see some of the galleries and things that I wanted to be inside, um, it was it was unreal. It w- I've been there twice now. So the first time I went with some friends a few years ago, probably five years ago, when I went with my friends for the first time and I wasn't very well. I had a horrible cold and I felt really under the weather. I had a stonking headache and I didn't appreciate it. I did and I didn't. I couldn't stay as long as I would have liked. And the second time I went, not everything was open because of all the restrictions. So I haven't been to queue where I've either been feeling 100% or um, I'm allowed to go to the places where I want to go. So I haven't seen the Marianne North um, Gallery, which is something now on my radar because I'm learning about that and journaling about that on my YouTube channel. And it's all come about because of my interest in gardening and growing and plants from around the world and finding out why other journalists are so intrigued with the Victorian era of botany when it comes to digital kits and journaling um, themes that people seem to land upon. It is definitely of that era. And then also finding that a lot of our ancestors from that time would have been travelling overseas to America and Canada and places like that and realising that our American cousins and our Canadian friends and relatives are are actually connected. We are connected. A lot lot of Americans are connected to the British Isles and Europe because of the transport, the travelling that was able to to go to the new new places and uh, things back in, you know, the 16th century, 18th and uh, 19th of, of travelling and moving, people moving and relocating for better lives and jobs and uh, culture exchanges. And so that era has become popular with people wanting to know their roots and understand their history. And I think because now I'm in my latter part of my 40s, I am intrigued about who I am and what my heritage is and uh, things like that. It is intriguing. That isn't for everybody, but uh, it, it has been for me. And I think when you're given time to think, such as we were uh, when we were sort of shut, shut in, we were looking at other things to amuse ourselves and pass the time of not being able to connect with our friends and family. We thought we might have a look at our family trees and things like that anyway. So, yes, a lot of it takes us back into the past and uh, it does take us to Victorian times, which is, of course, an interesting era anyway and uh, I wanted to find out all about the botanical world uh, because that is where I'm at in my life so that is where my inspiration comes from where my drive and my passion uh, is at for my journals that I'm currently doing and I've also realised that it resonates with a lot of people around the world and it uh, it connects and binds us all because it is 
uh, part of our natural world and we're all connected. So it is because of that 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 I find that if I hit that topic, I can journal about it for a long time, talk about it for a long time. It's an interesting subject that will never dull my senses because I'm in awe of the natural world and uh, the animals in it as well. So I think uh, if you're wanting to find a topic to journal with, obviously it's easier to go with something that really, really gets to you on a deep level and um, and, and makes you feel calm and centred inside. And that could be cooking, it could be um, travelling, it could be architecture, it could be people in connections with different people. Uh, for me, it is plants and wildlife and gardening and nature. But for others, that it, it could be exercise or climbing or um, space. Uh, whatever in the stars, and the, you know, rock formations or uh, gems and semi-precious stones, caves. It could be all sorts of things that inspires you. And uh, it could be none of those things. It could be that you just like colour, shape and form in whatever way you can apply it onto paper. And it could just be that you're, you like stories or literature and different texts from different countries and really, really um, makes you interested in to want to journal about the stories that you're reading about. Um, but also it could just be the simple case that you want to document your life. And of course, that's the most natural pastime and, and people want to do that. We want to put down our memories uh, in case we forget them, uh, in my case. Um, so... Yeah, the inspiration must come from you and what is speaking to you at any one time and what you want to explore. What what do you want to know about? Do you want to know about um, ancient history? Do you want to know about uh, the Ming Dynasty from China or the, the Mayan people uh, from South America? Do you want to know about Egypt and find out more about Tutankhamun and and Nefertiti and all of these fantastic, wonderful things like why did he die? What happened? Do you do you watch the Discovery Channel and you want to know about these things in, in depth? Is there a certain point in history that you are intrigued about? Or you couldn't care less about that. You just want to go to Paris and you want to go up the Eiffel Tower and experience what that feels like. So you want to do a journal all about Paris. Fine. Do that. Do that because there's so much influence out there and uh, you can journal about anything you like. You can d journal about a wish, um, a dream, a place you'd like to go and visit or you can journal about something that um, really does make you feel centred and calm. Maybe it's pottery and you like working with ceramics or you like working with paints and acrylics and... Uh, watercolours and maybe you feel that you're not the best artist in all the world because artists don't feel that they're the best artists in the world. You might be amazing in other people's eyes, but you're your worst critic. So maybe you uh, like working in that medium, but you might feel happier working in a junk journal where it doesn't have to be precise and perfect. And uh, it's, it's a balance then of, of stopping yourself from making it perfect and 
And it's quite freeing. So that's why I like junk journaling, because it stops me from being that self-critical, precise person that I need to stop being. I need to be free. I need to be more organic. I need to be like a plant that grows where it wants and um, and just needs to operate under certain conditions of being calm and centred and fed and watered and have a bit of light on me occasionally, unlike the grey day of, of England today. But inspiration comes when we are ready to receive it so open up your mind open up your heart open up your journal page and see what comes out today and have a really good weekend okay guys i'm going to leave it there and thank you so much for listening and that is a little insight into my world and i hope that you are willing to start putting down on paper some of yours and share that with yourself and with your friends and family in the future so above everything guys just slow down and make that crafting time for you bye bye now (music) 